this is the true story of three strangers picked to live in a house, work together, and have their lives taped. Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast, where Garrett Elson and Taj talk about all things reality TV. Uh, that was the real world intro, but today we're actually talking about the finale of The Amazing Race 32. Yeah, that- that really freaked me out because it made me think I did like I did that I didn't know what show we were talking about. No, I thought it was I Big it. Brother. No, I, the original I, real world intro is seven strangers pick to live in a home, have their lives taped, and find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. Why did they and what say did you polite? Say? I said the same thing except they changed it from seven strangers to three because there's three of us. We're not strangers. We talk every day. Shh. I think I think stop being polite is hilarious because the whole I think the the way that the real world came out is it's supposed to be like it was supposed to be that like um like sitcoms and stuff were all about like manners and like teaching lessons and stuff but that wasn't like the real world so the real world was going to show you the real world by being the real world you know what I'm saying yeah it got real stop doing please and thank you no I think it was more like they're not going to be like like you know, like the typical like. No, I get talk it. about I religion and politics. They do. Like that was the the vibe. They talk to their coworkers Aww. about how much they get paid. Okay, but seriously though, you should is, do that. I love how we've already started on the side note, but um, I was reading about the real world because I started researching it for the challenge, and I did not realize how popular that show was when it first came out. Can you guess which famous person? spoke about season three of the real world due to its cultural impact ryan seacrest um no this was Bush. In the 90s. George, oh you are clinton. very close clinton. yes president 90s. bill clinton spoke about one of the cast members from season three who was openly battling aids on the real world and that was a like groundbreaking television for the time and so Imagine. bill clinton like shouted him out in a speech isn't that crazy imagine Ima- if like oh donald God. trump was like Tony, Tony won. He was the best. He won. A, he beat them well, all. But I could believe that because he, he had would because honestly show. because true, Tony true, sucks yeah. and so obviously. Did I you say also, Tony sucks. I do not like Tony. You, you know that I don't we're like not, Tony. We're not doing this yet. We have everyone <laughs> who I've talked to about Survivor within the Tony. past week and a half has Loves told Tony. me how much they dislike Tony. How can you and, not like Tony? I think they're just... And what, a girl that I work with was like, oh my god, you want to know who I wanted to win? Winners at Warren? I was like, who? And she's like, well, first Jeremy. And I was like, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. And then she said yeah, Natalie, and I was like, hell yeah. yeah. No, no. Ooh, we can't do no, it. No, yeah, we're not because doing this. We have to, gonna... We'll have that debate eventually. But, oh. I'm throwing the flag out. I'm throwing the for flag the penalty going flag, off topic. Flag, yeah. for Ten the, yards. For the <laughs> not for the not for her. Not for her game, but for the story. No. Like for the narrative, no. it would have nope. been very satisfying no. if she won. Yes. Are you freaking kidding me? Hey, I hey. can't even do this. I Taj, I no, she's well, making I'm, my blood boil. She's making hey, me oh I'm gonna hey, explode. I'm, I'm gonna explode. In, I'm, I'm gonna give you guys both a red flag. One more of those, you're both out of here. All right. Taj wanted in Michelle the PO to win. box. I'll put you in the penalty box. I do want Michelle to win. But that's an okay take. We That's are finishing. Okay I also we wanted are... <laughs> Michelle to win. I just didn't want Tony to no, win. I wanted Tony to win. We are for the narrative. 
We are finishing Amazing Race. The Survivor cast oh. is not here yet, but we'll get wink, to that wink. later. Let's We're going to get so heated race. on the Survivor podcasts. Oh my I gosh. It's, it's going to be a mess. What it's are you freaking drinking? Shut up. What are we drinking? <laughs> all right, start it. We're all so tense and angry. This is so weird because like literally two minutes ago, we were all like laughing and having a good time. And now we're all like very heated arguing. (laughs) Um, I'm drinking a Coke Zero and water. Oh my God, no way. Do you have like a mini fridge in your room full of Coke Zero? Uh, Also, why do you drink Coke Zero? Um, Because it's zero calories. It tastes much better than Diet Coke. And I like Coca-Cola. I can get behind that. I don't um, like Diet Coke very much. It's my last resort. What is what is Taj drinking? Um. Well, you know, I am being that bitch again. Been that bitch, still that bitch. I'm drinking. Oh, Garrett. Oh, Garrett up. is fully walking. Oh, he got his oh, water he bottle. Got his water bottle. And Garrett is not wearing pants. Also, what? <laughs> I just saw your bare ass. I am definitely wearing <laughs> pants. Thank you, though. Um, okay, I am drinking. Don't lie to the people. Like, we all know we just saw your ass, Garrett. Okay. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett. Stop looking at Garrett, it. Garrett, Garrett. Well, I'm being. My favorite. My I'm favorite being that joke. bitch, and I'm drinking a Danimals, but make it two, <laughs> baby. One's the lonely number. One wasn't enough fun. last time. Can double I time it? you to see how long it takes you to, to drink two Danimals? Sure, I'll double fist them. Let me open up the top. Yeah, you can, you can start with them open. Okay. Dude, it'll literally take me like 10 seconds. Okay, ready? Wait, wait. I'm One. gonna take the other. Wait. Okay, I'm ready. Did you just eat a piece of foil? No, you I licked, licked it. the top of it because there's yogurt oh, on it. <laughs> Your camera cut out for just a second and it looked like you fully just like ate that piece of foil. <laughs> okay, right. ready? Yeah. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. I don't like hearing him drink it. Uh, Ooh. That took nine seconds, but I hated every one of those nine <laughs> seconds. Oh my god. Uh, this that was an so thing. it was so loud. <laughs> the sound of you drinking. I could hear every gulp and every slurp. And it was awful. It sounds like I'm you drink- got what you wanted then. I am drinking the same strawberry lemony lemon uh stra- um truly strawberry lemon. Strawberry lemonade truly. Look, I remember that, that I opened yesterday. Because I took two sips out of it and then forgot that I opened it. And Okay. How about we time you to see how long it takes you to drink that? We don't have... Wait. I don't think you can have a clock that only times in nanoseconds. So it won't take her that long. We know how, we know how quickly this bitch can down alcohol. Okay. Here. I'll chug it. I'll chug it. I'll chug it. No, 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 no. The last time we encouraged Elsa to drink on the podcast, we ended up with a mess. Okay. Well. Three. All right. All right. So she is drinking it, um, taking it down. Honestly, I think the Danimals is more impressive. It's more of a kick to it. I don't know. Are true? Is it flat? Because you had it open the whole time. I feel like it's probably flat now. I. No, it's not flat. How is it not flat if it's been open for a day? Aren't they carbonated? Are they normally sparkling? 
I thought they were. Well, I don't isn't think it, they isn't are. it truly is okay, isn't it like a basically a uh, white claw? I think it's no. Time. I can I can do it. Oh my god! I just found out about something called time blindness. Elsa, you're never gonna chug that truly if you if you talk, start talking about time blindness. She's flipping me off for the uh, listeners, and oh, she's well, now chugging again. Now that she's chugging, let's get into the amazing race finale, huh? <laughs> I have so many regrets. She's crying now. It's all right. Elsa, There's strawberry lemonade oh, trickling Elsa, down her face. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. You're done. No, I'm almost done. You could save it for later. Save us no, a little. No, I don't want it. Save it for later. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. what have you done? <laughs> I shouldn't have. I warned you not to See, do this you to guys her. know, like, this is what happened the last time. Garrett was like, I took one big shot, which was three shots. But then, and I like could have been fine, but Garrett jokingly said, you should do it again. And then I did. And look what happened to Bigfoot. Oh, no. Well, look, I think we all. Oh, God. We're at the point of Amazing Race where we've gone off topic so much. We pretty much avoided talking about this show to where we're just happy to have this episode come out. I think we're all just ready to put the show to rest. Yeah. We, not saying it was bad. We, I think we all enjoyed this season of the show. The cast was really good. <sighs> okay, I so I've, I've just realized how much I drastically was different on the beginning of the season versus the second half of the season. I loved every single episode up until Michelle and Victoria went home. Then I stopped liking it as much. It was fine, but it became very repetitive to me. And I mean, I feel like that's just the nature of this show, though. Mm, yeah. No, I don't think like, it is. I, like the, the reason the Kaylin and Haley like being dragged along for so long really made <laughs> that sequence of episodes very boring to me. I just that's how I feel. I agree. I, I don't like oh, non-elimination legs because it feels like the stakes are not there. And it just feels like a waste of 40 minutes. I mean, it's not a waste. It's good TV, but I want the whole mm-hmm. I want the whole meal. I want the dessert of who goes home along with my my salad and my steak, you know? Yeah. I want the whole thing. And when I'm when I'm deprived of one of those it's disappointing. Good job, Elsa. You were you're around three minutes. So, okay. I just want you to know, I finished one whole minute ago. So you guys just weren't paying attention to me. No, I was. I was being very showy. I burped nineteen times, and I feel better now. Wow. Good. But I, I, yeah. I wish that. Um, the thing that about the show that I think is frustrating, like going back about how it feels repetitive, is just like. I might have said this out loud, but maybe I just said it in my head and thought it was funny. But like front runners stay front running. Did yeah. I say that? N- like, I don't think so. But you're right. You're completely right. That's one of the hard parts about this show is like you see pretty quickly like, oh, they're going to do well. Yeah. I and mean, it's it, that's true. That It's definitely like because it's more like a it's, it is almost more like a sport in that like the cream will rise to the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's very rare for like a good team to go home early, but I think that the difference is like between this and just like the best season of The Amazing Race, which for me I think is season twelve. Um, if you ever want to watch like a, just like a phenomenal season of reality TV, 
season 12 of the amazing race is so good from start to finish what you, season was this one 32 okay um season 12 is just i think the difference is just that there's a lot more like i don't even know how to explain it other than like it feels like i could follow the stories of each person and when i came to the end of this season i was kind of like left feeling empty the i felt amazing for will and james which spoiler alert they win um but I realized I didn't have that much of a connection to most of the other teams besides Michelle and Victoria and D'Angelo and Gary. Like there's kind of three teams who I felt very strongly about. And then a bunch of teams who I was like, eh. I agree. I never felt like, like I liked, especially the final four. Like I really liked that group of people and Mm -hmm. I rooted for all of them, but yeah, I didn't have that extra deep connection to them. I'm happy Will and James won. But like, I don't know. So I feel like I like wish I got a little bit more. I mean, I'm yeah. not one to like. Like, I'll probably get into this later in a different and probably the Bachelorette podcast because I have a lot to say more about that. One thing I really dislike in reality TV shows is when someone just cries because of how hard it is. I love and that. That's I, like one I'm of like, my favorite things in reality TV. Like if there's like a family issue, something like that, or you know, just like yeah, I I, I like I really take the heart. But if someone's like, I can't be on this island anymore. It's so hard. But that's I'm funny like, to me. I think oh it's gosh. funny, but also I hate it. And I'm like, be quiet, baby. <laughs> Suck it up. But be quiet, baby. <laughs> uh, I'll say I'm, that when I become a parent. But what I was going to say is I would, you know, I would be happy with some of that moments, like that moment with some of these people, like with Will and James mm-hmm. or Hung and Chi. Like I like Hung and Chi and I like Riley and Madison, but I just, I need more. I don't know. Exactly. Like, and so yeah. I wanted to like, I went, I actually went back and watched some old Amazing Race stuff. Cause I just like coming away from the season. I just like, I was like, why did this feel so different? Like, what was it about this season and not just this season, like the more modern seasons that feel so like fundamentally different from the show that I love. And I don't know if it's like, I can't tell what it is specifically, but more time is being spent somewhere. And I think like part of it is I think Phil talks a lot more now. Like when he kind of like does his little like, this is known for this and it does this, 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 blah, 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 blah. And in Morocco, we do that. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff that Phil does. So I you hate Phil Keegan. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. And less time is being spent with just like the team being a team. I don't even know how to explain it other than that. Like we don't. There's like conversations, like like interactions. It's not just like watching the team do the task, which I feel like was a lot of this season. It wasn't like actual like talking and working as a team and like overcoming issues with each other and like watching someone conquer a dynamic like um one of my favorite parts about like season 12 is there's this team ron and christina um it's father-daughter relationship and literally you watch them like have to overcome the fact that he is her father and wants to tell her what to do and like you watch them struggle with that like relationship dynamic throughout the race that was so interesting to me that did not happen on this show like we had michelle and victoria and that was the closest i feel like we got to like Let's really explore the dynamics of this duo and how that functions when they're under this extreme stress. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go um, ahead. 
I was going to say something similar that I've only seen one other season of The Amazing Race, but this feels like it felt like it was like not enough about the racers and too much about the race. There you go. There yeah. you go. It like, didn't I have... wanted to know more about the racers. It felt empty to me. Yeah, like I I would have to disagree with you on Phil because I think no, no, Phil I wasn't... was oh, like him like talking cuz I think it was I mean he didn't talk longer than like a minute and I don't know. He he was not something to, I mean maybe in earlier seasons it was different, but in this season he was like anyone could have been in his role cuz all he does is goes this is Paraguay known for its grapefruits. Yeah. You know, anyone could have done that. So is to Paraguay me, known for grapefruits? Now it is cuz I just said it. But uh I don't to, even know if they grow grapefruits in Paraguay. I don't know, but to me, he was he was nothing. He was fine. He was fine. But yeah, I do agree. It's just like I don't want to see everyone doing the dentist task for t- ten minutes, having to do someone's teeth. Like I don't want to see that for ten minutes. Like give me more of that time about mm-hmm. like before the leg starts and they're in the airport. Yes. And they're yes. Making yeah. Jokes, like and then there's animosity. Relationships and That's stuff what the show like used to be more about. And that's yeah. what I I completely agree no i just need more of the people and not like the tasks because i get i can't tell you how many times i fast forward 10 seconds or whatever Mm -hmm. when they're stacking the watermelons or doing the musical like it just got boring especially i think in this finale it some of it got like it dragged on okay well amazing race finales are notoriously (laughs) bad so we can get into that okay but there's a re- i think there's a reason why they're notoriously bad but um i, I agree with, i agree with what you're saying Taj. uh the only thing i was gonna say is i i never meant to dis, uh disparage phil keegan phil kogan as i say um is it my kogan? issue i think it's kogan um someone told you it was keegan and then you ran with it and i remember <laughs> when that happened and i never agreed but i never spoke up um i'm pretty sure it's phil kogan um but that sounds like Hulk Hogan. It does. I wasn't trying to disparage him. What I was meaning to say was, I think that the segments of him explaining have gotten longer. But I also think that the task segments have probably gotten longer. So that all the like kind of like taxi drama and like the stuff that's like, you know how they say it's like the journey, not the destination? Yeah. That's how I feel like the race should be. Like I'm more interested in like watching them stress in the cab ride from destination to destination than I am in them like doing the task, unless there is something interesting like drama wise that happens between the team at the task. You know what I mean? Like make those, make the task sequences just a little shorter and the the traveling part, the like relationships part, like Taj said, like what do they do when they're not directly on the leg? Like that's interesting to watch. Like, include that to make it give us a better sense of, like, the dynamic of this group. You know what I mean? Because, like, I love, like, there was no, like, where was the team that everyone hated? Like, why do we, what's going on with reality TV? Why are we casting all these people that get along? I want people that don't get along. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go a step further. And I'm going to say that just talking about this, it made me have a, a realization, which, I knew in the back of my mind, but now I'm able to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. In all reality TV shows, whenever they do a challenge, 
I'm not into it. I only care about the interactions with the people. Survivor, Big Brother, even the challenge. I can tell you what, whenever I'm watching it and it's yep. the H2H competition, the immunity challenge, the Big Brother's the, the worst. Double agent. Always skip through it. I don't care. It. I get so bored. I would rather just like hear the teams or the people. That's what's well, I just the only realized. reason you're interested in the challenge usually is to see the outcome of it. Yeah. But, but I will say this. I will say this. Yes. We are a specific audience of this show. Um, and when you're making like a show like Survivor, The Amazing Race, it is technically a family show. And that's like a whole other discussion you can get into about like, should this be a family show? Would this be better if it was a little more mature? I think it would be. I think all reality shows would be better if they were just like a little bit more mature. Um, not immature. I'm not saying just like let people just say swear words as much as they want. But I'm saying if it was more adult you know what i mean and less like family friendly it might be more interesting but i think a big part of that is kids love challenges and yeah the competitions that's why kids watch these shows like as a kid i watch it like you can go through i i mean i can go through like my life and say like at this point in time this is what i was interested in when i was watching survivor like as a very little kid i was only interested in the animals and the Animals. challenges like that was the part i liked I and as i've gotten older i've changed like there was a, a like my kind of middle period when i was like you know nine till i was like 15 or 16 i was all about the strategy like i was very into the game part and then now as i've gotten older i'm more into like the entertainment value of it all and like the people and like how weird they get and like the quirkiness of it all like i've changed over time you know what i mean no that that definitely yeah. makes sense. Like, I probably, if I was a kid watching Survivor Big Brother, I wouldn't care about the people talking and making Yeah, strategies. you'd be bored by that part. Yeah, I would just, that's a very, that's a good point. That's a really good point, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's I, about balance. It's about balancing it appropriately. Yes. It's, it's hard to remember that these shows are made for not just us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah at I the mean, beginning, like, they say, Congre here you go, Garrett Elson Taj, enjoy dedicated to the Gariel podcast well what i think is like when i'm thinking about like oh what were my favorite parts of this season of the amazing race the part that's like my i think my favorite moment from the whole season was when they were all they were spending the night somewhere and i don't remember if the it mine. was the no 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 after the mine it was like mm. either the first or the second time that the blondes were saved by hmm. the non-elimination i think it was the one that they had that where they went down the building they repelled down the building yeah. i don't remember if that was yeah. the first or Berlin. The mm -hmm. but they all of the other teams were like celebrating together oh, yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. blondes walked in mm -hmm. and everyone was like oh my Gagged. god what that used to happen all the time on the show it was so good but then but then you got to see that they were like I think that they were like staying in a VW bus, like museum oh, yeah, or yeah. something, because they were all yeah, sleeping in, in like these buses. And I was like, this is so cool. I mm -hmm. want to see more about this. But you never, like, they didn't even talk about, like, oh, this is where we're staying. This is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was I so also, sick. I also think that, and like this, I don't know if Taj will agree with this, Elsa might. I mean, I think you would agree with this general premise. I don't know about for this show. I think reality TV, especially like the big titans of the industry, um, have all moved to slightly longer episode formats than CBS has. And I think CBS is behind that ball on that. 
Like I personally think Survivor and Amazing Race would be a, would benefit greatly from a 90 minute episode every week where it allowed you to like breathe and get those characters developed more. Because I think part of the reasons is it's so rushed in a 45 minute segment. It's like, like it just feels like everything like at a certain point when you've planned all this stuff you there's only so many things that you can't no that's the wrong way of phrasing it there are certain things that must be included in each episode you know what i mean and it only leaves you with x amount of short amount of time for like fun things that are different yeah yeah okay okay like wait sorry Go ahead. No, go. I you can you like, can finish oh, your point. I have point. an example from this season that okay. we, yeah. we didn't talk about because it was not included in the show, but I watched it in the secret scenes. Okay, the secret scenes are where it's at. Like if the secret scenes were included in the episode, I think we would love them. Like they'd be our favorite parts of the show. Um, in the Paris leg, when they had to do like the art task and stuff, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, they had to match the paintings to like the the people oh, dressed yes. up. Okay, yes. Yeah. On the like drive there or something, D'Angelo was like not in a good mood. He was like being grumpy. Oh no, Gary was not in a good mood, being grumpy. And so D'Angelo called him a puffer fish. He's like, when you get grumpy, you make a puffer fish. You're like a puffer fish. That continued through the entire leg. They then told Phil that. Phil was like, oh my God, you do look like a puffer fish. And then when other teams came on the mat, Phil brought Gary and D'Angelo back out and said, what? look at this funny thing that Gary can do. He looks like a puffer fish. Are you serious? Yes, we missed that. It was not included in the episode. And I was like, that it's should so be funny. this. That's what the show should be. That's the that's like what makes these people funny and interesting is these quirkiness about them. That honestly... I really am very upset. Watch the secret scenes. They're on YouTube. I'm so upset that we didn't get that. Okay. So I want to say, because you were like, I think Elsa will agree with me on this. I do to an extent. I have such a hard time. Like, I have a hard time keeping my attention for just the hour long episode already. Yeah. Like, it is so hard for me to get through an episode of The Bachelorette. That's why I think 90 minutes is, like, perfect. Well, but isn't The Bachelorette technically 90 minutes? No, it it's is. two hours. No, it, I, well, two hours. You watched it with I'm no... talking about the time slot, not the length of the episode. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So, okay. Uh, right now, it's that... an hour-long slot. I'm saying make it a 90-minute slot. So, it'd be about, it would only be about 15 minutes of extra episode from that 45 minutes to way. an hour but that would go a long way to developing like yeah. you could have the funny gary d'angelo pufferfish stuff you could have more of michelle and victoria bickering you could have actually given kayla and Haley like a backstory so we knew who they were you could have developed eshwar and aparna so they weren't invisible the whole season like just that 15 minutes it sounds like nothing but like for survivor and the amazing race i think it needs it now like drag race did that and the challenge did that and both of those shows went from being like crappy networks to like being the like hallmark show on their network when they up to 90 minutes. Oh, I like mean, Survivor yeah. already is the hallmark show. So I don't understand why it's not at 90 minute episodes, but it, I think it just needs, it would need to be, it can't just be like extra minutes of like kind of nothing. But I think it could be. I don't know, but it's not maybe... nothing. It's just like character scenes. Honestly, I well, think... yeah, but it's it's hard to if you're gonna bump it up to that, it has to consistently be that. 
But they have like the footage for that. They do, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily good footage all the time. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, I mean, I agree with you to an extent, but I can appreciate why it's only the 60 minute time slot because it's so hard to keep an audience captivated for that amount of time. That's, yeah, that's a good point because also I feel like if it's that extra 15 minutes of like, here's the pufferfish or like, uh, people messing around with coconuts and survivor but you're I, making it seem like all those 15 minutes are gonna be chunked up at once no but i'm just saying like a little bit extra i don't know i feel like i feel it, like the it way would also paced, go to the strategy in survivor like yeah. think about how many votes in winners at war like personally for me i was like what happened like i don't understand what went down this episode because they didn't even have enough time to tell me everything i think that just had some poor editing on some parts but i feel like maybe like the extra bits of just like the people I mean, it could be like we were saying, like, uh, we like it, but maybe a different mm-hmm. viewership doesn't like it. Maybe well, I've, an I've older also... grouping doesn't yeah. like it. Or, like, I don't know. Like, if we had, like, extra time with, like, the like the loved ones visit, like, I don't think anyone would, like, be super happy about that. No, or, like, interested but it's, like, in picking that. and choose. I mean, I'm just saying, like, the evidence shows that by changing to a 90-minute episode usually only increase your fan base like drag race like no they didn't lose viewers by going to 90 minutes if anything people that watch these shows are looking to consume all the possible content they can but i get that survivor's been around for so long it's always been the exact same you know on eight o'clock 60 minutes but we did bring this up before and i think it would i don't think it would work for the amazing race it would work for survivor they should do an after show like an untucked we called it unsnuffed i don't know we're so off topic at this we point talked we literally about don't this? even talk yeah, we did. I've never even heard of this. I think a while ago. A while ago, I said that they not should have on us... the not on the pod though. Yes, on the podcast. Yeah. It, it, Where I was I? It was. I was probably like Big Brother season mm-hmm. or whatever. But you're right. We we've gone pretty far. But <laughs> we started talking about this. Okay, but honestly, I, just no, 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 no. About, okay, like, before we do this, as a whole. before we let ourselves get back on track, I want to say one thing that's more off track. Even more off track. Okay. okay. <laughs> I. Okay, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Oh my uh... gosh. <laughs> wow. Well, here's the thing. We, I think, honestly, to me, I was more interested in what we just talked about. Well, I don't than... think we're off track. I'm just saying we haven't talked about the episode. I'm fine. Yeah. Keep talking we about kind this. of did. We'll, we'll go through the episode, but I also think that we're going to be flying through this thing because most of Nothing the challenges. Nothing happened. Well, here's my problem with this episode, and we'll start right, right off. After the first leg or first challenge, it was clear to me who was going to win it. The leads yeah, were yeah, just that's so pretty okay. typical. Okay. So, but to then to kind of divert this, ask a question: Do you think that if the beards had gotten a better cab at the beginning, they would have won? No. I, really? Maybe. I don't think that that's the task that messed them up. Or I don't think that's the part of the I don't, I don't think part of the leg that they got behind on. I don't think that that's the part that they got behind on, but I think it's just kind of like that is the part that they started behind on. Yeah, once you start off on the wrong foot, it's hard to get back on the right it's foot. It's the momentum, yeah. But I would say that so I think it, that they. I think that if they had gotten a good cab, they would have at least beat Hung and Chi. 
I think so too. Very possible, but like I said, like I'm saying, is the the king cake baby task is where everything came down to. Like, yeah. like that's how I feel about it. Is like that task. The baby. However fast you completed that, whoever completed that first was probably going to win, unless another team completed it like really close to when they did. You know what I mean? Because yes, Will and James got there first, but Will was. We're just going to talk about this as if you've watched the episode. I don't feel like explaining everything that happened. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. We're we're in a different mood today. You <laughs> should if if by now you have not listened to the amazing, you've not watched the amazing race. Like this is on you. Yeah. Um, when they got to like the king cake baby task and like dig through all these cakes to find the little baby, right? Will was still working on his like, t- I think, I mean, I could be wrong. I think he was still working on like his table of cakes I when, think so too. when she started working on it. So it's not like they were that far behind. Like, like the beads task seemed very straightforward. And like, it was more about like, how long were you there? Were you there long enough to collect enough beads? The cab yes set riley and madison behind but they were at the beads task when the other two teams were there so they couldn't have been that far behind you know what i mean they were i mean yeah. the thing with the beads task and we'll just start it off i think in yeah. some somewhat some kind of chronologically basically the whole leg was in new orleans first task they had to do was in the mardi gras parade you had to collect 50 red beads and 50 yellow beads but mm-hmm. they were both different yeah. sizes so it's kind of if you weren't paying attention to the you model, you had to get the big beads. You had to get the big beads. So if you weren't paying attention to the model, it would mess you up, mm-hmm. and it messed up some teams. But I think Riley and Madison, they had the delayed taxi, so they came late. They were already like, good, like you know, thirty beads behind, and it's still like, yeah. it's time. It's time to catch up to that. I think they were definitely like, they were definitely put behind because of that. But if I see a world where they could have made that up somehow in the king cake task. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot because both. Was, yeah, that was who, the, that was. Was it point. Riley or Madison that did the king cake task? I can't. Remember. I cannot tell them. Apart. Okay, whichever one plus Chi both had to go through all of their cakes a second time, whereas Will found his the first time going through the cakes. So like yeah. that and right there is just huge, is a huge time th- lead. That is what won them. Yeah, the exactly. Race. Is that. Yeah. Well, Chi Chi even pulled his out, or his mm-hmm. was seen out, but he didn't see it until later. That on. oh my gosh, that was the best I, part of the episode. It was me. so it was I so think funny. that the, the, specifically the, talking about hung. Yeah, the the cake task that just that whole deal, including Will and James eating the beignets, my favorite mm. part of the whole episode. Because first, it's just like. Some I liked watching them dig through cakes. It was funny. Shoving yeah. their hands in cakes. <laughs> I thought it was so funny when she just started like just like crumbling cakes onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Like that there's a more efficient way of doing that. And then the baby was right on the table. And then and then Will and James, I don't remember which one is which. Being Will such is a the little, blonde one. Okay, Will being such a little baby about eating the beignet he was just like oh yeah i get it though that would have been me that would have been me i mean i get it but like i would eat a whole like i would eat three beignet i could eat three beignets for a million dollars yeah but like eating's hard for some people it It is is and i and i can empathize with 
I can empathize with that, but it's still like, it's like I can push myself to do almost anything. I feel like I've, I've done some crazy stuff. Uh, like just, you know, fear wise, like I've, you know, gone skydiving. I've been scuba diving. Um, Lots of diving things. Have you been scuba diving? Oh yeah. I've been like six or seven times or something like that. I love snorkeling. Like I've been surfing. I go skiing, like things that might be scary for people, but I, like I'm fine. And they're scary for me. Like skydiving was terrifying, but food is so hard for me. Like if you're like, you have to eat this, even if you're full, like that, I, it will never happen. See, I'm the opposite. Never been skydiving. Never been skiing. Never been. You never been skiing. Or, never been skiing in Arizona or snowing. Well, they have mountains in snowing. Arizona. Snowing. Or wait, uh, snowboarding. Snow- I've never snowboarding. Been- <laughs> I've never been skiing. But I think eating is my strength. If so- if like yeah. the food challenge and Survivor, I honestly think I could tear that up. If no, it's, it's like- just some people are like that, and I'm just not one of those people. Yeah, so we we uh, we have our uh, we have we compliment good compliment. Yeah, we have good good amazing race pair. Kyle and I are the same way. The specific moment that I'm thinking of that I thought was so good and that just made this whole episode for me was when he just he was like I can't eat anymore and like to focus or whatever he just stood like an inch away from the wall just like (laughs) facing the wall. He wasn't touching the wall. He was just like standing facing the wall going like the thing from this finale that is literally burned into my retina is like i cannot get it to leave my brain because it was so funny to me was when hung well when chief finally found the baby that hung had noticed and hung had been like seeing the baby for a while and was like trying oh, to like yeah. telepathically tell chi where the baby <laughs> she was literally he said finally that in no, the yeah no yeah she finally finds the baby and hung turns her head to the camera and cracks the biggest grin yeah with like a head tilt and she's like hi like, that was found so it. Good. and i cracked up out loud and i cannot like that pic- i can see it in my she's head like i can icon. conjure that image that's what i'm saying though is i feel like even hung and chi hung is hilarious like whether or not you like her and would like to hang out with her because you might find her annoying or whatever, that's different. But she is objectively funny TV, I think. Like from she's her the, from her screaming on the boat, screaming oh down the side of the building, um, roaring at the lions, just um, telling us that she would give a colonoscopy. Like Hung has been like delivering all season, and I just still feel like we didn't get to know her that well. Yeah, I think one I, of the reasons that she's so good is because she doesn't know how good she is. Yeah, she's yeah. not self-aware of what makes her funny. It's and she is like so reserved too. Like she it's sometimes the best combo. it's the best. Sometimes she is given that like the the dodo edit. Like mm-hmm. I always I whenever I think of Chi, I always think of him talking about the Berlin Wall and yeah. just getting his times completely <laughs> off. Great. Cold War, all that. So good. And then Hug is just like, gee, no, it's this time. But you have you have five minutes to be angry with me, Chi. And then you have so to be done. They're they're uh, gonna be back for like an all-star season. I think that's I hope fair. they're good. And I just want to say something because really I feel like maybe my words earlier gave the wrong impression. I thought the casting of this season was so good. Like I thought yeah. every team was very interesting. My issue was with the edit, and like I just felt like they didn't really um they didn't capitalize on like the greatness of the teams and like yeah because some it felt the way i'm feeling is like when we got to see them it was always funny and good like i like 
hung and cheese is the best example where I can't think of a hung and cheese scene that I didn't enjoy. I, I liked watching them run the race, but at the same time, I don't feel like I was ever that invested in them or like their story. And like, I didn't really learn that much about them. We didn't learn about that much about their dynamic other than the way hung says like, you know, you can be mad at me for five minutes. Like that says a lot about them, but I just wish there was more, you know what I mean? Like just teach us think, about these people. I think that's the key word is the investing. Mm-hmm. All these people are great, funny moments, but you're never invested in any of these characters. Maybe for the kind of like bigger picture, like Will and James winning is great, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and that's great. But it's not like you were invested. Michelle personally. and Victoria was who I was invested in. That's it. Yeah, but personally, like Will and James, like I'm happy they won. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't know if a gay couple has ever won the Amazing Race. Mm, yes two other times i believe oh well that's good but i was more like happy that it was like a statement than like those two you you know what i mean like i'm happy Um, that like they won because it's like the statement of like the gay couple won like that's awesome but it's not like they were my favorite out of the mine five so i was happy but i'm not like well you know will's will's backstory really makes me root for him james's backstory makes me root for him that's why that's what i mean like yeah it's more like james had the story and for me like one of the only stories of the season which is i don't know if you remember i pegged them as the winner like week three but james i thought his only story was like I've just been applying a lot and I have But that was the like, thing he's like he's been like I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan for years. Um I've like we in the very first episode we hear about him like applying with all his different family members and eventually getting on with Will. We hear about how they've watched a bunch of seasons together. We heard about them. We literally saw them practicing old yeah. challenges. So I feel like there was a enough of a pattern of this story that when I saw them win, I was so happy for them and i think that comes from a place of like being one of like seeing myself in them right yeah, yeah. not not i'm not even talking about like the sexuality and like, just like identity a fan, aspect a fan. just the fan aspect yeah like so many people on any of these shows survivor big brother amazing race the challenge like whatever it is are not the level of fan that so many of the people are who watch this show right so many people who would like do it. like so many people would give anything to win the amazing race not for the money but because they love the show and people have won it's... and not really cared that they won they're like i'm happy i won but like yeah. i didn't grow up watching this but seeing james and will who clearly had been very big fans and cared about this get their you know happy moment and then of course we haven't even talked about the big thing that totally shocked me like it was just oh, yeah. i was happy Wait, I just... what do you mean that that shocked you i totally I wasn't expecting I it. I was not surprised Maybe by that. I was completely shocked for Amazing Race reasons, I think. Well, here, I got to say, um, continuing on that, is I was happy for him, but to me, I guess the fan, because I'm not as big of a fan, that didn't hit as hard. Mm-hmm. To me, like, the story of James was like, yeah, he's applied a lot, and, like, he's a fan, but, like, maybe I wanted more. I wanted more, you know? like. Yeah. Like if Gary and D'Angelo were my favorite, but in a way it would have been bad if they won just because the fact they're like, oh yeah, like we're football players. We're strong. Like we're going to win this thing. Cause we're so strong, you know, like that's, that's not like a great message for like mm-hmm. winning. Um, but, or like, I'm thinking of like, also like Leo and Alana, you know, great, great characters, really funny, but like all they were like, 
we're dating. There was nothing more to it. There was nothing more to them. Like more to their dynamic. So you think maybe to- the casting should be looking for people with better dynamics? No, no, no. I think their casting I- is great. I just want more from the people. I want them to I want that vulnerability, that Tasha opening up vulnerability. Well, maybe I want it was to- there and we just didn't see it. I don't I don't know. I can't say. But like also thinking back, the blonde bandits, it honestly would have been, I think a good if they even got to top three or one i think in a way it could have been satisfying no but hear, hear me out hear me out <laughs> it's I, we forget this but like they did have a lot of character development in a little bit they like talked about like twice mm-hmm. you know like leaving their homes and i think they said like their dad is like not doing well and they want the money for him I mean, we got more out of them. I know we've probably like trashed on them, but I probably have too. But like, we got more out of that than we did like like Leo and Alana or like I, some of these other people, like Gary and yeah, D'Angelo. I feel like Gary, you said like we don't know anything. We never knew anything about them, but I feel like I got the most backstory from them. Like, yeah, I feel like exactly. I know more. I feel like I know. I definitely know more about them than I do about Eshwar and Aparna. Like I don't know anything. I feel like about I know them. the same amount. Like I feel like I know their like tagline, and then like their relationship name, which for me is like we were both. We both left our house when we were young, and because of that, we had to learn how to be how to live by ourselves very early. Like that's her their like story. Like I can't give you more than that. And they're sisters. And then Eshwar and Aparna is we're both coding people from cal berkeley and we're siblings like that's just all i know about well well, but i mean i'm saying like saying like we left home when we were young like this is why we're using the money is not a lot like i agree with you but it's more than like we've been dating for 10 months or yeah like yeah definitely we're sisters and we're spicy or like we like we're dating and we're super fans i don't i don't necessarily agree with taj that i'm looking for like this backstory and stuff like i do like that's a good thing to like it's it's a good thing to hear about when it's an interesting character but the number one thing i care about on the amazing race is understanding the dynamic between the two people and i truly think that the people that we all gravitated to are the ones who have the most well fleshed out dynamic well to where, I like, would... you understand the power, like, dynamic between them. Like, how do they approach things together as a pair? Like, Michelle and Victoria, we understood that, like, Victoria was, like, the, the goody two-shoes child. And Michelle was, like, the bad girl child. And they butted heads about that. Like, I didn't get that from Kaylin and Haley. Like, I understood that they're, like, their thing was kind of, like, we love each other so much that we'll always support each other. But that doesn't, I don't know, I don't get I, anything from that. I know, I get that. And, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, always just looking for backstory. I'm just saying, like in this show with these characters i would like a little more investment just what we've been talking about just having a little bit more character building but i will say in like the sister trope although we got more of a backstory with kaylin and hair kaylin and Haley, carlin and harley carlin and harley uh their chemistry definitely was not as entertaining as Mm -hmm. michelle and victoria they're they were great tv but and I think they they were honestly like a if I I would love to have seen them through the whole thing because I feel like it would have made it even better. Like yeah. we have this great dynamic between them, and maybe they'll probably open up more about like 
oh, mom liked me more because of this or like, oh, dad likes me more, you know, just like make them, you know, more interesting, even though, yeah. even though they were interesting, make them even better. I agree. No, I just so, think, yeah, but that just goes back to my point. I think if you give this show an extra 15 minutes of content, you get that. Yeah, I, I just think, I it's think it's challenge heavy. That's it's I yeah I think it's mostly just like an editing, like what narrative are they trying to show kind of thing. Like I think that if if the both. editing team and the production team had had decided like we want to focus less on challenges, or not even we wanted to focus less on challenges, but just like we want to show more about these people and more about how they function together they could have but they just didn't because it's not like that it's not like all these groups of people yeah. just didn't maybe, display maybe, that i see yeah. what you're i understand what you're saying but i guess my point is more that like um i don't know why that just happened um beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> is that when the way you're talking about it is it's like this sliding scale where we have to sacrifice one for the other i don't think we need like i would rat i would prefer like giving them more time so that we can have both but that's just no, me. i i i try i think the challenge the challenges sentence. are going to become weirdly short if yeah. like, very like no. I, I i think of that yeah, like, a, like a sentence right like there's only so many words you can take out of a sentence before it doesn't convey the message anymore i think the same thing is with like the tasks like you can't like just like the TV can't, the, the task can't just be like them opening the clue and then them completing the task very quickly. Like that's not interesting either. I, yeah, I think I just, maybe And so that's going to take up a certain amount of time no matter what. I think my point just didn't cross, come across. I tried to rephrase the beginning of a sentence to make it seem like that, but like, I think there are ways that they could have edited it where it was when they were working in the task, you saw more about oh. like, yeah oh she's the brains and he's, that's a good idea and he's like the problem like kind of solver like using like like narrating over tasks with like backstory so that you're kind of doing two at once kind of yeah honestly i think i think what i would have just liked is maybe a little bit more with a little bit more will and james riley madison hung and chi and maybe like two two other random people just a little bit more mm -hmm. a little bit more about them doesn't even have to be anyone just like the winner maybe like second or third place but yeah just a little bit more but i guess I, I what i'm looking for is not even like confessional like i want like like i agree with what you're saying like a little bit more develop them a little bit more but even but, moments even like yeah moments. it's like do it yeah. but like do it by showing not by telling you know what i mean yeah like yeah. don't tell me what their dynamic is show me it show me a moment where it's very clear how this pe these people operate as a duo. And there has to be a moment like that on the race. Like there's always, there's so many of those, I bet they could pick from, you know what I mean? Show more of that stuff that like, it is an example, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, the best reality TV is always watching it. Like no one, it's more interesting yeah, to yeah. watch the fight than to hear someone describe the fight. Yeah, well, I uh let's let's keep going through this finale. Let's yeah. uh let's fly through it. So after the whole king cake challenge, and I still really want to try a king cake after this, uh Will and James are the first group to leave, and then the next challenge is they have to go to uh it was a bridge above the yeah. Mississippi River 
zip line across it and grab the clue and then you had to rappel down and i did not realize that the mississippi river was that long starts in minnesota yeah like i didn't know that it went I, I, I mean, I wait, knew wait, it wait, reached... Wait, wait. <laughs> You're in Minnesota, and you know that the Mississippi River is in Minnesota, right? That's where yeah. it starts. So you too. didn't know that the Mississippi River went all the way to Mississippi? They were in Mississippi? They're in Louisiana, which is next to Mississippi. Okay. I didn't know that it was... It. I didn't know that it was in Louisiana. I knew it was in the Mississippi. In Mississippi. But the states are next to each other. Yes, I guess I shouldn't have said long. Oh, okay. Like, I knew that it went all the way to the Gulf, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that it went, I didn't realize that it went that way into the Gulf. Like, through Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Louisiana's a that. weird place. You never really... Also, why do they need a bridge that tall? Uh, I, maybe... Boats. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, well but he said 200 feet. It's the Mississippi River. Yeah, how tall do you think boats are? They're huge. It, they transport I cargo never, up and down the Mississippi. Not 200 feet of boats. 200 feet of boats is like 20 stories. Boats is not 20 stories. I shouldn't have told you to drink the Truly. No, it's not what? 20. Am I being a mess? <laughs> just kidding. No, it's like half of kidding. that, though. Like, you don't want it to be close. You don't want it to be like an eight inch gap my point is that like big boats that are like big boats that transport cargo probably up and down the river no like cargo boats like tugboats well yeah but i thought cargo boats were like four stories at the absolute most and they still don't want it to be too close to the bridge but four stories is like it could also be like have to do with the foundation and like how they have to build the bridge it might have to be like maybe that's where the land is on the other sides i don't know i'm just coming up with solutions for your question i don't want solutions it certainly has something to do with facts look it up but okay i'll keep going through it uh they do this challenge uh the teams follow much later but still will and james are far ahead the yeah. next task after rappelling down is they have to go to, uh, I believe it was like the float. They had to push a ball house. to that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had to push this big blue ball to it. And okay. Was... Can I just okay. say yeah. that is some Nickelodeon type shit? I thought so the too. Ball. I thought yeah. this was super dumb. I was like, yeah. this is dumb. And they pretty much push it to this float uh, warehouse where they have bunch a bunch of different decorations for different floats. And they're told that they have to get these strips and put mm-hmm. them on the blue ball, which will create the globe, a globe of the world, to be specific. This world, the Earth, if we're being even more specific. <laughs> and then once they have are it, you okay? make, <laughs> yeah, are you, did you drink like, the whole truly? <laughs> I don't even know what happens. Then you have to push it up on the float. And then if you do it, you're good to go to the next task. But you the don't just line. have to you do to it. You have line. to do it and make it look good. Yeah, yes. it has to be assembled, right? Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good time to talk about final legs in the Amazing Race and, like, why they don't work, why okay. they suck as TV. Let's. So they are historically bad. Um, there's been, like, two amazing ones, and the rest of them were bad. Can I guess um, why? Why they're bad or why they were amazing? Why they're bad. Yeah, sure. 
because it's so obvious who wins right from the beginning. That's part of it. Yes. But the it's basically like usually in the final leg it's always just like spread out. Like the teams are like spread out. Like you don't see them together. And so there's like a joke in the amazing race community that it's a good final leg. If all three teams are at the same task at one point in time, like that makes it a good final leg or whatever. And even then we had that happen twice here. Did not, did not end well uh, in the same way, but I think it just comes down to this. There in the beginning of the race, there is 11 teams. There is so much more likely to be multiple teams at a task at the same time competing for a certain position. There's only three teams left. It's very unlikely that they'll all be at the same task at the same time. It's just the odds just go down, right? But then also yeah. this leg and so many of the other finale legs just sucked to me. There was no task that was like, here's where you can make up slash lose time. Like, yes, the King Cake Baby was that, but it wasn't skill-based. It was completely random almost. Like, Same with the the bridge jumping thing. That one didn't... I would count that as like a... The beads, the bridge, pushing the ball, and even the globe puzzle were all pretty much... This will take beads, X amount of time. baby, bridge, ball. Ball, whoa. Whoa. You just, you just I'll start with the dots. I'll start with B, baby. Finish line. <laughs> Bill the, um, Owen. the amazing brace. <laughs> Why did you put the B in the middle? The amazing <laughs> brace. The 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 amazing. I the babying babe. I agree uh, with that though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it doesn't make good for for good TV usually. And then even worse, once the first team crosses the finish line. It's we done. We still have to who watch cares? the rest of them yes. go. Don't give a right? crap anymore. Yes. You already know who the winner I, is. Okay, okay, but I feel that same way about the rest of it. The about the rest of the episodes, I do, because once the one guy wins, I don't care. Well, no, but you, it's but who's, it's going, who's home. going home. Yeah, so it's, it's different. You know this the person. person. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. It's, yeah. but it's I still and, it it always has felt weird to me that. Like it's the, like the middle of the episode, and it's like, oh, you guys finished. Well, but they're the first ones to finish. It's about the end. It's about yeah. who, who's in last. Yeah, that's the interesting part. Yeah. But there's no last. There's no elimination in the finale. It's just who wins. And so once the first person crosses the finish line, I was like, why are we still watching them do tasks? Just bring Hung and Chi and Riley and Madison in. Just tell them it's over. Yeah. When. When uh, Will and James eventually, I mean, they don't even see anyone else no. after the King Cake Baby. No. They just run off with it. They crush it. And then it. once they get into uh, the Superdome, home of the worst football team in America, dirty, dirty. I mean, you don't. Oh, you don't like them. That's what you're They're saying. They're dirty, <laughs> dirty people. I hate them. I hate you, Saints. <laughs> Disgusting. Get off my TV. But. <laughs> I skipped till the end because I didn't give a crap about Riley and Madison and Hung and Chi doing all these tasks. I just wanted to finish it, baby. I was so, so done. S- did you skip the part about the love? No, I know what happens because. Okay, uh, can I explain why this shocked me? Elsa, yeah, why? Uh, do, 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 should we drop the news to yeah, everyone so who already knows? So at the, the finale, at the finish line, right after they won, Will got down on one knee, pulls a engagement ring out of his fanny pack, and proposes to James. And then they get a little confessional where they're Chiron, 
changes from boyfriends oh, to that fiancés was so with a cute. bean. I thought that was, was so cute. cute. Um, here's why I did not expect this. And it's not because I'm not expecting proposals on Amazing Race because they've happened many times before. Like, I want to say I've seen it at least four or five proposals on the amazing race but the thing is they are always and i mean always foreshadowed so much Mm. it's like a trope it's literally like a trope that like in the episode one you'll get this couple where the woman's like yeah we've been together for seven years and he still hasn't proposed and then it cuts to him and he'll be like i've been wanting to propose and i'm just waiting for the right moment and I think that moment might be on the race. Like there is something that gives you the inclination that this yeah. man has a ring and will pop the question. Okay. They might not bring it well, up the rest of the time, but they will talk about it. That never came up this season. Okay. So I never, you know why that is though? You know what that is? Because of straight people. Like that's a straight people thing. Like talking about it? Well, to be like, Bill hasn't proposed to oh, me. Well, it's not just that, but in general. I, like, there's been young couples who have proposed too, I bet. But I'm just I saying. Can, here, I can't, I can't, obviously I haven't seen the other proposals, but I did think we got, like, a little bit, like, because I'm pretty sure they've talked about, like, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Like, I'm pretty sure they were, like. Yeah, but it, nothing like, that, nothing ever set off my alarm of, like, oh, one of them is going to propose. Because yeah. it, I've definitely been, like, it's been so obvious in the past and i think they did it on purpose like i'm it could like there's probably two possibilities here either will really did just keep it a secret from everyone including the production which is possible or he told production and they decided to change up their editing this year and not include a confessional about him talking about it so that we were all surprised yeah i I, yeah i I think we got like some hints but not like marriage specifically just like i don't know i love you i love you we're together forever the the only thing that was weird for me was did he have the ring with him the whole time yeah he did he did the whole race yes oh my god pack the entire time he didn't let james wear the fanny pack um he had planned he said he was either gonna do it when they got eliminated or when they won or something like that. I forget. He had a plan. He had, or no, it was either... It, he said he was going to propose either when they got eliminated or if they visited a place they had already been to before. But the first place that they visited that they had already been to, I believe, was either Philippines or Cambodia. I don't remember which one. Uh, and then Will was like, well, we're almost at the end now. I'll just save it. So he proposed at the finish line. This was the first finish line proposal also. Oh, that that surprises me. Yeah. Most of the time, I like that more. The proposals I remember seeing are one couple, one guy proposed when they won a leg, when they won their first leg of the season after like eight legs or something like that. One guy proposed before the leg started because he just felt like this was the moment and they were in such a beautiful place. And then one, one person's proposed when they got eliminated. And been like, hey, I'm sorry we lost the race, but will you spend the Lame. rest of your life with me? Um, That's what I Lame. would do if I'm being honest. I would say no, because then I would be engaged to a loser. You would be a loser, you are too. You loser, yeah. Well, but I already know that. So then you you both, it would be a marriage of both losers. No. Well, when Will proposed, I was like, I was like, it feels fishy. But hearing what you said, I'm like, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, I don't know. Did they set them up to win? Was this all? No, you know, no, I know. No, it's just, not. It it's wouldn't. just always like 
well, they perfect would. timing. So you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, my reaction to the finale was very much like, I didn't really care about the leg. Like, I just didn't, none of the tasks were that interesting to me. But as soon as Will and James took the lead, and I know I've been like, they're my favorite. I never really was like rooting for them to win, I feel like. I just liked them the most. Yeah. But in this episode, yeah. I found myself rooting for them. I was like, oh, wait, I actually would be really happy if they won. Like, I didn't even, I hadn't even let myself think about that. Maybe because I didn't want to like get too invested in them or something. And then they lost, whatever it was. But like, I really liked them. And then I was like, oh, wait, they could actually win. And then the whole episode, I was just like, okay, come on, come on. They have to win this. They have to win this. Come on, they're going to win this. They're going to win this. And I just had this feeling of like the rug was about to be pulled out from underneath me. Like, I don't know why. I was just like, oh, they're about to like really mess something up. And because Hung and it Chi seemed are gonna, too like... easy. Yeah, it did. It yeah. seemed too easy. I was like, they're going to mess up on something and Hung and Chi are going to like scuttle past somehow. And I'm going to be really upset. Like, I... that's what I was thinking was going to happen for a while. Yeah. Me and then too. they finally, when they finally like came into the Superdome and they looked at each other and they're like, oh my God, we did it. I was like, Whew. I was like, I love that they were like holding. They were like, they mm-hmm. like took a second and like held hands and ran. It was so in. cute, yeah. So I, cute. I was happy. I mean, I want. I was fine with any of those teams winning, but I was happy that they won. And I thought their ending of the proposal was mm-hmm. really. It was nice. It was touching. It was cute. A, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was good. And I think overall, Mail-age. I, I like this season. You know, I know Mail-age. we just we digged into For me, it. It was like average like i liked it it was good put it in the books but for for me for it being my first season i know i digged into it a lot but i did like it and i would watch it again because this one left a overall left a good taste in my mouth you should watch amazing race 12 you will be in love you will okay. love it I, I, I promise maybe, maybe I you promise can pick you. it you can pick it for a bucket list no, because it's. I think it's one of those things you want to watch the whole season of, not just like. Well, yeah. yeah then we watch the whole season. Episode. We don't I'm watch one you... episode for a bucket list. We watch two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, oh do well. We have any closing remarks? Anything else we want? I have something that I've been okay. meaning to bring up for weeks. Yeah. And I'm I nervous. Kept forgetting. This okay. is I'm um, nervous. Even well, it's more like the implications of it because I don't think that you guys are necessarily gonna be excited about specifically what I'm gonna tell you. But the implication of it, I think, brings very good things for our future. Hopefully, all right. So let's hear it. I have a little inside dirt. The amazing where did race. You, where hmm? did you get it? Where did you get it? The internet. Okay. The amazing race 33, season after this, right, was filming in march i believe and literally ended the race mid leg or something like that because of wow they stopped race it's like one of the only shows that i know of that literally like ended their production in the middle of it and hasn't been able to resume because it's the amazing race obviously um and so we don't really know if when what is the future of the amazing race because they can't continue production I don't know if that season's going to be like completely just like the lost season or something. Like, are they going to let them start from the middle and keep going? Are they going to redo it all over? Are they going to do an entirely new cast? Like I have no idea, but what I want to t- share with you is who one of the teams on the amazing race 33 is. Oh, it's, okay? it's leaked. 
Oh, the Amazing Race cast always gets leaked because they're racing around the world, and uh, there is Amazing Race super fans willing to track them down. Basically. Okay, so who is it? So the team that was leaked, their name is Ray and Caro, and I know those names don't mean anything to you, but the reason I think you might be excited by it is they are known for being on and falling in love on season one of Love Island U.S. So. Uh-oh. So, do you think that in the near future we'll get a challenge uh, Johnny and Sally Amazing Race pair, a Connor and Mackenzie Amazing Race pair? They would would never. I would pay money to see the Mackenzie Amazing Race. I would love Mackenzie would never. Uh, But I think the most realistic possible casting is Justine and Caleb. Um, yeah, for but real. I would love to watch that still. Honestly, even I think Johnny and Selly are the even most Even though it realistic. doesn't seem like they've talked even one time since the season ended, I think that um, Calvin and Moira would do a good job on that show. Also, we don't. it doesn't have to be a, just a couple because I would personally really like to see like a Carrington and Johnny like duo. Like yeah. two, two of the, oh, like, two yeah. of the dummy so dudes. Like the two of the dumbasses from the season racing together. Like oh my god, a Selly and Justine team. Okay, that's what I want to see. That's that's the best one. You just so came up with the best pitch. Yeah, I I would like to see that. That's sick though. Yeah. So that's cool. The fact that they put Ray and Caro on, Caro was easily the runaway like star of season one. But season one was nowhere near as good as season two. Makes me think there's a good chance that some of the season two Love Islanders could be on our screens in one way or another in a different CBS show. You know what I mean? I'd like to see that. I also could see them being on the challenge. Yeah, I could too. I could see like no. Johnny and Selly. I could 150% see Johnny and Selly going on the challenge. Because Johnny's like, I'm a, I could do whatever. Yeah. Johnny I'm, I'm fits so right in with like the Corys and Fessies of them all. Yes. And Selly would fit in well with everyone else. Too. She seems I think like it'd be cam, perfect. Like a cam. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, she but, does. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, is that it? On the Amazing Race? Are we finally putting this. So. We did it. We're putting them to rest. We're putting good old Phil to rest. Rest, rest in, in peace, peace, Phil. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Phil. Uh, yeah, but at last, as one series ends, another shall arise, like the Phoenix In two weeks ashes. from now, maybe. <laughs> and yeah, right now, we're the only thing we're going to be doing is uh, pretty soon is just a challenge, which is great show you guys need to watch it and you need to there listen to is podcast an episode right this after. week there's oh there is podcast or... yes okay oh okay we can talk well, right after this really quick yeah and so watch the challenge watch our podcast on them we uh we've been strategizing talking about what's going to happen going over the whole episode whole whole shebang and then the bachelorette closes out this week uh this week of which the 21st that is mm-hmm. and uh we're going to be having our final thoughts on the bachelorette we probably got Come a lot to soon. say and then next get real season three is going to be coming we're gonna have the bachelor and... i think the challenge is technically part of season three yeah the challenge yeah. is like the a little you're getting yeah. a sneak peek, sneak peek of it yeah, yeah the bachelor maybe Drag race, if we can convince Taj. I have a way to convince Taj to do drag race, but we'll get to that. Yeah, well, either way, we're gonna have some 
other show to have that slot. We're going to have either Drag Race or something else. And, and we're uh, going to bring back the bucket list and maybe some new stuff that is exciting and we're not going to talk about right now. But keep a lookout for new cool stuff. Yeah, we got a lot of interesting things that break the norm of our usual podcasts we're planning on doing. So all coming 2021. Keep your eyes peeled. Go. Stay tuned. If you like what you heard, please give us a review. We're just getting started. On yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it though. We've been going for like four months. I'm actually impressed with us. I'm not to be no offense to us, but I really expected us to kind like. I didn't think we'd have the staying power, but now I just feel like we do. Like I just feel like. We're good. We'll We're do done. we'll do our Big Brother podcast for our six month anniversary. I we thought we're doing do it for it. Christmas. I thought we we're doing oh, it for the live show. Are we show. doing it? I think I the know. live show we're doing it. We'll That's never the do live it. show. Oh, when, when we the do one it in, day in person. We'll ever be yeah, together. yeah, 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 yeah. But I love the idea that like five years from now we all like hang out and we're like, let's revisit Big Brother 22. <laughs> no, I hate that idea actually. Oh my god. But that's all we got for you. Please send some love. We really appreciate it. Write a comment. We love you. Probably at Get Real Podcast. Say what's up. Say what's popping. Ask for another rap. I'd be I'd be love to do another rap. And uh, thank you for getting real. Yeah, you've just gotten real, bitch. You've just gotten real. Bye. Oh, thank you. Sorry. So you're dead? Yeah. I did. Tom. Um, wait, wait, wait. Your just name's Tom? My dad? Mm-hmm. No, it's Dave. Who's Tom? I don't know. Who's Paul? Hi, I'm Paul. I could not stop thinking about that. Who is Paul? Who is that? What we're talking about?